Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. Be sure to uh, hit that subscribe button and that notify bell. We're doing this live, Larson, so I'm like yeah. paying attention. I'm like trying to remember, did I hit the audio button? Are we actually, can, can they hear our audio right now? We're about can to find out. Everybody hear us. <laughs> everybody hear us. Oh, we're about to find out right now. Yeah, you can hear us. Yay! Fuck you. Whoa. That was to yourself. Did you hear somebody just say to you, F you? No, that was to you, and that was you. Oh, my goodness, man. Anyway, that's rude regardless. I've got ants all over my... What the hell is going on? Whoa! Oh, my God. I'm getting swarmed with ants here live. It's like you're an RA again. (laughs) Anyways. Oh, man. Welcome to Going In Raw. really appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And uh, we have a bevy of rewards here. So right now, if you're tuning into this, if you enjoy the live broadcast of this, are they, they're probably going to be all over the place. That's so probably weird. deep embedded. Did in you computer. spill, like, soda or something on your laptop? I mean, sometimes I do that just for fun. I just go, well, let's see what oh, happens. That's, that's when... There, it's not it's experimenting. I know, but that's the side effect of said experiment is you're going to get ants on your... To be expected. I'll have to write that on my notes. Um, Anyways, if you're enjoying this live stream, I was talking about ants on my computer, um, you can check this out. It's patron exclusive at $5 a month. You get access every single week to three additional live streams where we recap Raw, SmackDown, and, of course, NXT and 205 Live. Um, And then there's also other stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Also available at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in raw, where we have a bevy of T-shirt designs. You guys can check those out. More to come. Yes. Anyways. We're um, here today to talk about news. Yeah, that's right. We're here to talk about... So there was a couple, like, sort of stories that dropped. Oh, number one, I mean, this wasn't a story that dropped. Uh, Daniel Cormier dropped. Did you oh, watch the fight? Weekend. I, I watched the the highlights in GIF form okay. on, uh, on okay. Twitter. Okay. Um, so, no, I did not watch the fight. From what I heard, it was, like, relatively... Like uh, even leading into the third, or oh, leading into the fourth, I think. Okay. And then the highlights I saw apparently are just when DC decided to take a nap, and yeah, Johnny Bones just like started laying into him. Did you see any of the shots that he took? And then did you see the memes afterwards with DC crying? No, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't clown. I mean, the dude is like an ace fighter. Like, yeah, he's an amazing fighter. And the the legit bad heat or the bad blood between him and Johnny Bones. I imagine you know, getting embarrassed to that degree because, man, it was like it was pretty brutal from what I saw. Um, and then after the fact, he was, you know, there, there's there's memes out there on Twitter with him and his sad, his super sad face, like crying face. And I think even Joe Rogan said, yeah, he regrets bringing him over for an interview so soon after. Yeah, like, I read about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, but anyways, uh, after the fight, in addition to Daniel Cormier crying over losing his title to John Jones, um, which, by the way. 
I always say I never bet against John Jones. Man, yeah. that dude is freaking amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's been amazing since I started watching him. Yeah, he's a good fighter. Uh, like, I don't really watch UFC all that often. No, nor do I. Like, I always kind of keep my eye open when John Johnny Bones is fighting. Yes. Uh, anyways, uh, so after the to fight. Get, to get to the wrestling yeah, part yeah, of this, yeah, yeah, Johnny so Bones Jones called out Brock Lesnar. What yeah, did he say, Larson? Literally right after uh, he knocked out Daniel Cormier on Saturday, John Jones in his uh, post-fight in Octagon interview. Yeah. Called out Brock Lesnar, saying, quote, Brock Lesnar, if you want to know what it feels like to get your ass kicked by a guy who weighs 40 pounds less than you, meet me in the octagon. And then uh, Jones added during his post-fight press conference, quote, we're serious about it, and it would be great for the MMA world. Mm -hmm. It would bring more of the general public to mixed martial arts, and that's what we need. We need to expand our sport. So why not be the guy to take part in that? Again, he continued, my team said, oh, quote, my team said, you could beat Brock. You'll have to dig deep, but you can do this. I think Brock has a limited game. I think it's a winnable fight. So uh, the Associated Press reached out to Brock Lesnar to respond. Mm -hmm. His response, be careful what you wish for, young man. Young man. Okay, dad. I know. Oh, man. All right, here's the thing, dude. Okay, so I reached out to a couple friendos, and I was kind of curious, you know, besides the, uh, besides, this is freaking Aunt Mania over here. Um, now I feel like they're on me. Besides the original sort of uh, cl- uh, weight classless days of the UFC, we need <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. No, people have mentioned a couple of the fights where there Brock was... Brock Lesnar versus Randy Couture. Yeah, there was, was, one there was a pretty significant weight disparity between mm-hmm. the two competitors, yeah. yes. So there's a couple in recent memory. There's that, precedent for it. Yeah, there, there's a bit of precedent for it. Um, however, this is... Let, let me ask this you... Whole, this whole show is me marred by the fact that I think <laughs> there's ants everywhere now. There aren't, though. There aren't. Where, well, are, they every, where are they coming from? From your laptop, apparently. Are they literally just coming from my laptop? Yeah. All right. You're over here, buddy. I'm joking. You're you're over here. Anyways, um, so the question is, how is this going to affect the WWE? There was reports over the past couple of weeks, of course, that Brock Lesnar was interested in fighting the UFC. Yes, of course. Until things are confirmed, and I would say a John Jones promo means that everybody's on board. Well, Meltzer was on the Law, the Law Live, Live Audio, Audio Wrestling over the weekend, I believe, or this morning, and uh, he says, yeah, there's interest from both parties. Yeah. Um, and, but he, uh, Meltzer uh, speculated that the fight wouldn't take place until next summer after Brock's contract expired, after he had cleared uh, or finished his suspension, after re-entering the uh, USADA's uh, drug testing pool. Which would also be after, I believe, a, a title defense uh, at WrestleMania. Jones oh, sorry, yes, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, exclusive here and going in run. John Jones to defend his UFC title at WrestleMania. Um, but yes, he, uh, he also said, yeah, John Jones would probably have another title defense uh, December, I think he speculated. But uh, yeah. uh, Meltzer went on to speculate further, saying that uh, the, the most likely weekend for that fight would be uh, UFC's annual huge 4th of July weekend spectacular mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Ooh, ooh. <coughs> um, so yes, this this all has the, the huge possibility and probability of, of affecting... Brock Lesnar's immediate future in the WWE. Okay, so, so you put on here the notes. How should WWE book Brock before he leaves? So yes. that's what we're going to talk about now. This, yes, absolutely. This, this is all prologue to the real conversation we're about to have <laughs> exactly. here, right? Exactly. 
I this my my immediate gut reaction was to start jobbing out Brock Lesnar left and right okay. to everybody because then number one most people still think wrestling is real. And so, if Kurt Hawkins beats Brock Lesnar, I can tell you're not taking this conversation. Everybody will think <laughs> that Johnny Bones Jones is nothing because Kurt Hawkins could beat him. Because here's the thing. Okay, let's. Oh, so you want WWE to undermine the entire integrity yeah. of the UFC? Is that what you're thinking? Well, okay. Getting back to a serious level. Let's let's start at the let's start at the end, Larson. I already had this all mapped out, but you can do it. Johnny you Bones do. Jones is going to win this. Probably. I mean, he is. I don't think Brock really cares about winning or losing. He <laughs> no. just wants. He wants money and he wants good to look at his payday. Win. And that's, yes. that's, that's, fat, that, that's great. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, especially in the UFC, Brock is, is absolutely. He's, you know, it's like it's, it's money and then the challenge of it. Yeah. You know, those are the things. Yeah. But he's not going to do the challenge for free. No. But if he gets paid a lot, oh, I'll take this seriously. Yeah. Sure, why yeah. not? To the degree that I'm taking things seriously these days. Um,. So, yeah, I mean, John, okay, Johnny Bones Jones is going to win this fight. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm I'm a casual UFC fan. You're a casual. You're even more casual yeah. UFC fan. What's more casual than casual? Oh man, I don't know. Dillit? No, dilettante? No, that's no. actually like kind of into it. Uh, I don't know. Like not a fan. You know? But I'll watch it. Yeah. Okay. An observer. There you go. An observer. But Johnny, I mean, he's too, he's too good, and we saw Brock Lesnar in his last fight. You know, against Mark Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful how you pronounce that name. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, I mean, this is this is going to be a, this is a silly fight. This is this isn't as silly as McGregor Mayweather, I don't think, but it's still pretty silly. Um, so yeah, I, but so let's go backwards from there, knowing that Brock Lesnar is leaving. Yeah. Rob, I don't know if he'd come back, but knowing that he's leaving. Yeah. How do you book the universal title now with this new information? Easy. I would imagine this, this is has, how you do it. This changes things for WWE, right? Is, no, I don't think it does really. But this is how you do it. So at SummerSlam, you have the fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. Um, the finish of the match, we'll see Samoa Joe put Brock in the Coquina Clutch. Okay. As Brock is in the clutch, fading, mm-hmm. uh, Braun Strowman hits a, a power slam and Roman Reigns, pins him, wins the universal title. Okay. Braun Strowman is your universal champion. Okay. So, out of that, you get two feuds. You get Braun Reigns. They can have a match for next pay-per-view. Braun wins again or something. Mm-hmm. They will go on to have a universal title match at Mania, Reigns and Strowman. Okay. Reigns will finally beat the one man he can't beat, yeah. Strowman, at WrestleMania, win the title. So, Vince still gets his coronation moment for Reigns at WrestleMania. Not quite Lesnar, though, is no, it? No, not quite Lesnar. But, also at WrestleMania... Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Joe goes over. He is the man. Oh. Joe is the man yeah. that beats Brock clean. Yeah. Because from what I understand, Brock was very impressed by Joe mm-hmm. during their feud. Right. I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Brock decides, if he has any say in the situation, that he wants to give the rub to yeah. Samoa Joe on his way out the door. That could be. That could be. That's my speculation. That's how I would do it. All right. So, like, the top three matches on the WrestleMania card would be Rain Strowman for the Universal title, mm-hmm. AJ Nakamura mm-hmm. for the WWE title, mm-hmm. Joe Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the mission match. What about John Cena? Where does he fit into that? I think Roman Reigns should beat John Cena. That should be the coronation. We talked about this. That should be his big coronation. Yeah, okay. Beating John Cena. Then you Cena. book it. Then you do all that. All right. So you got your fatal four-way at, uh, here's what you do, at SummerSlam, right? You still have three weeks until SummerSlam. You have John Cena at SummerSlam. Okay, Cena versus Nakamura tomorrow, right? Baron Corbin interferes. I'm making this up on the fly, but it's amazing right now. I'm freaking inspired. You already started at you're hitting at SummerSlam yet, and you've already convinced yourself of your own brilliance. 
Okay. You can tell I thought about my thing. I was brushing my teeth and it all came to me. So, tomorrow, SmackDown, okay? Uh, Cena versus Nakamura. Interfe- Baron Corbin interferes. Yes, we talked about that before. Allows Nakamura inadvertently to win. Okay. Okay? Nakamura faces Jinder Mahal at uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Okay? Cena faces Baron Corbin at SummerSlam, but Cena, because he is smart and he can talk good, he convinces Baron Corbin to pull Mr. Anderson. Puts his money in the bank, briefcase on the line at SummerSlam in the first match, in the opening match, right? Okay. Cena wins that match and the briefcase. Cashes in, because he's a free agent, in the Fatal 4-Way, making it a Fatal 5-Way. All right. Uh, And then you just replace Cena with Braun Strowman in your situation. Cena pins Reigns for the Universal title, carries that through to Mania, right? At Mania, Roman Reigns beats John Cena, okay? So it's pretty much my scenario, except you just swap out Strowman with Cena. Yeah, I know, but I did the whole thing where Baron Corbin, because no, that makes that. sense. I get that. That's even better. Yeah. It's not really, because Roman Reigns and, and, and Braun really need their blow off. so I was just kind of clowning around. But still, that's the way you do it. I still, I kind of think that, I kind of think the person that Reigns beats at WrestleMania is a big deal, and I think... No, I agree. Bro- I Brock, agree. Brock Lesnar, I think, at least to them, at least to the WWE... Is a really big what we talked about before, I think him beating Cena at WrestleMania, if they want the passing of the torch, that coronation, that's a much huger moment than, I would say, Brock. Do you think, let me ask you this. So, like we've said before, you've got, we, I said this to justify Roman Reigns versus Undertaker uh, last year at Mania. You got Roman Reigns, who I still think one day could be, I, I don't think, I, I honestly don't think he's ever going to be another Cena, but I think... They might, I could see them maybe getting their head out of their butts, turning him heel, turning him face, him being super over. I could still see Roman Reigns possibly one day being super over. And then you want to look back and say, well, you had Roman Reigns, you had Undertaker in the same company at the same time. Why didn't they ever have their big moment? And that justifies last year's mania. Yeah. Okay. You have Brock Lesnar, you have Roman Reigns. They never went a true one-on-one match. That wasn't interrupted by Seth Rollins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you regret not putting Brock Lesnar? WWE does not want to miss out on that moment. Is that correct? And their minds probably not. I don't think it's essential to getting Reigns over. And I think my scenario will allow them to a degree if they they've been doing a spectacular job of booking Strowman. If he wins the belt at SummerSlam, carries it to Mania, he has a dominant uh, title reign. Mm-hmm. He can be an acceptable replacement for Lesnar. At Mania. And he's actually someone, I think right now, the fans, for the most part, care about. I don't think a lot of people really care about what Lesnar does anymore. I mean, he, I think he's still, like, people will pop. Yeah. But the people aren't invested in what he does. Yeah, because they know he's not here. Yes. Yeah. People are invested in what Strowman does. I know, but it's Braun. I know. Oh, look, I love Braun, same as you love Braun. I'm just saying, it's. A, I think it's kind of the same conversation we had leading up to Mania. Where we would talk about how you really felt that it should have been Jericho KO for the Universal title. Yes, absolutely. But I could totally see Goldberg Lesnar being that that was the money match. And having the Universal title in there made it even more of a money match. I think Brock Lesnar is such a... Ma- I mean, dude, he was... It's it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Like, especially now with this match... You make that the thing. You make it Brock Lesnar. But, I mean, yeah, it, you, can it, still, you can still make it Brock Lesnar, but Samoa Joe beat him. 
Look, I'm here's the thing. Like you're saying all the stuff that I would totally love. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying what you know what's more likely is going to happen. Oh, I know that. You know, usually what we say is far more interesting than what actually happens. I definitely agree with that. That's why I go with what I say. Let's open the floor to some questions. So if anybody watching the stream now has questions about Brock Lesnar, how they would book him. Everybody was loving my scenario. Oh, really? Someone said it was a a clusterfuck. Oh, yeah, no. Everybody was saying that, basically. I was just clowning. Nobody really liked that idea. (laughs) Jordan Davis. Steve's idea is clusterfuck. You know what, Jordan? You're a clusterfuck. Joking. You're a good person, I guess. Oh, man. Like Jacob Perkins says, five is a crowd. It's true. Five is a crowd. You wouldn't start just dropping people out left and right, though? To who? Lesnar? Man, could you imagine if Lesnar somehow, he, there's no way he's going to win against John Jones. Yeah, it'd be, no. No. Uh, sarcastic Duck, by the way, Cena versus Joe confirmed by the house show schedule after SummerSlam. That's cool. I'm telling you, they're gonna be, somebody's listening right here. They just confirmed that. They're, they listen to my idea. Cena's going to be inserted into the final play. Hard time believing that. And with a briefcase. Yeah. Oh, no. Jacob Perkins says, the boss just came in. Later, friendos. Uh-oh. Ooh. Hope you're going to get fired for watching Going In Raw Live. Brennan Charles, I doubt Brock goes to WrestleMania. His contract runs through WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to be. So yeah. he will be there. And he yeah. will be in a spotlight match for sure. Brock Lesnar, can uh, he can do what he wants to a degree. You know, you sign a contract, you, you Dave, have to do something. Dave Hobbs, do you think Lesnar is doing this simply for leverage? Yes, that possibly exists. He's doing it simply. He did it before. He did yeah. it in 2015. Yeah, Jack, to, to exert more leverage to get more money at WWE. Jack Grogan stand-up says, when booking Lesnar so close to the end of his contract, do you fear him sandbagging his match again? Similar to what we saw at WrestleMania. That's why I think, I, I think, think Lesnar, Samoa Joe would be good because from what I understand, he respects Joe. I think that's 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 one thing. And Joe and Joe could carry it to a decent match himself. That's one of them. I also wonder if that was a bit of a mistake of youth, maybe. Oh, it could be. Brock is Brock is definitely a businessman and probably a more wizened businessman mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm. And so he knows that you don't really want to be phoning it in when there's the potential to make a ton more money. I mean, it's pro wrestling. You can yeah. pro wrestle for a very long time. Yeah, you, especially on his schedule. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Davis, when you guys think Seth Rollins will win the Universal Championship, he never got another title run after getting injured. That's not true. He had the title for like five minutes before Dean Ambrose cashed in. When all this is said and done. I mean, that's kind of one thing that's kind of a bummer about all this is that you you almost want to fast forward to to them getting to the moment where Roman Reigns finally pins Brock Lesnar. So we can get so other we can feuds get going to other yeah. feuds. You know, we got Finn Balor waiting around. We got Seth Rollins waiting around. We got, I'm in, Bray Wyatt. Yep. I'm just waiting around, man. Anyway. Uh, Graham uh, Chong says, do you think Heyman is Shinsuke's, Shinsuke Nakamura's advocate is a good idea? Mm-hmm. No. I think Shinsuke should start another chaos faction. Yes. I'm, like, really into that idea now. Uh, let's move on, though. Yes. Next up, we've got confirmation here going in Raw Live that Ring of Honor is in discussions with CM Punk. Well, kind of. I mean, so, literal discussions. Right now, this is a discussion that we're having. Yeah, so I guess tell so. us the story, Lars. So, uh, Ring of Honor COO, I believe, Joe Coff, appeared <laughs> on a Friday's episode of WrestleZone's WZ Daily. And uh, he was asked about a possible Ring of Honor return for CM Punk. Um, Coff said that he, quote, hadn't spoken to him personally, 
But he also added, quote, you are always, you as in CM Punk, are always welcome in our house. You know that. He knows that. Uh, we've had conversations in the past through people. He knows that there is a welcome sign for him. Mm-hmm. He also added, quote, CM Punk would be an unbelievable addition for Ring of Honor. I don't know where that would be or could be. It would be a dream. Wrestling talent knows this. Once you are a part of Ring of Honor, you are always a part of Ring of Honor. Our door is always open to people who want to come back and perform at our level with our style and for our fans. That would be a dream. That would be unbelievable. So unbelievable, in fact, that it's never going to happen. I wouldn't say never. It's like a 5% chance. Never going to happen. Here's where CM Punk would go, and that's New Japan. Because New Japan... But you know what? If he went to New Japan... He could still wrestle. No, I know. They, I, yeah, and he would. Bullet Club's offer to join their ranks. He would. He would He would wrestle in Ring of Honor, but he would not go or sign with Ring of Honor. If CM Punk were to come back from wrestling, and literally last week he said, no, I'm good. I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. Um, if he comes back, if New Japan keeps on the trajectory they're on, constantly putting on amazing matches. Yes. Uh, constantly booking these amazing characters and continuing a very smart transition into a global expansion, that is where CM... Because how much would CM Punk love, love... That's the one place he could kind of stick it to the WWE. Yeah. I don't think... I mean, I, I don't know the man. I don't you know claim to know... Well, yeah, that, that would be his motivation. I don't know that he would want to stick it to anybody. I mean, I'm, I, I hope after this amount of time or after the amount of time it would take for him to return to pro wrestling, he would be over, whatever. You it know. would kind of depend on how the situation with that lawsuit he's involved in. Which is like a, yeah, that's yeah, like that's a still, major That's thing. still ongoing. I'm guessing there's still going to be some uh, antagonism. Yeah, I would imagine so. And, you know, like he's like literally last week, he indicated that it was still going on. Yeah. You got ants on you? No, but I I feel like. Yeah, no, that's everywhere. the thing. Whenever there's, you see a couple of ants, you just feel like they're crawling everywhere. But... I, New Japan really comes off as the kind of place that would be an absolute, besides the fact, besides sort of their, you know, the, the de-emphasis, I guess they have on traditional WWE style promos, which is one of the things that Punk is really, you know, obviously yeah. known for is pipe bomb stuff. Um, beyond that, I, it's, I, I mean, you know, that would be huge. That would be massive. Yeah, like, well, Axis is... Axis's uh, ratings would spike. Well, in New Japan world, subscriber count would double. Yeah, absolutely. Who would who wouldn't love to see that? He would be so much money over there. What um, faction did we say he would join? Suzuki Goon, probably. He seems more of a Suzuki Goon type uh, competitor as opposed to Bullet Club. But if you're if you get invited by Bullet Club, how do you say no? Two words: Taguchi Japan. Oh. <laughs> He'd be he'd return as a comedy act. There you go. He would be, he would be teaming with Yano. Yeah. That'd be well, crazy. Yano's in chaos, man. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no. He'd be feuding with Yano. There you go. He'd be taping up each other's legs. Yeah. Stuff like that. No, he'd be, he'd be Bullet Club probably. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. This is, this is like, this literally could qualify for non-news, which, yeah. by the way, is the Patreon exclusive show. Yeah, it really could. That we do every Friday where I compile the notes. And it's all the non-news, all shit that doesn't... Because this, there, there, this is nothing here. And it makes me wonder, like... I, I have to actually listen to this. We just have the quotes here. I have to listen to it. Because sometimes people stumble into saying things and they kind of immediately regret it. Because it's like, I really doubt that Joe Coff wants to be scandalous here or, 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 or uh, 
uh, coming off like he's taking advantage of the relationship yeah, 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 he might yeah. have with CM Punk. Yeah. Because you never want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we've had discussions with him. But he probably just means, you know, we, we've, we've kept up with the guy, you know. Like, we have friends here that yeah. are friends with yeah, him. Yeah, mutual friends. As opposed to, you know, oh, yeah, we've had discussions with him. I mean, like, literally, we just talk, we've talked to him. He's doing good. Oh, why did I just say that? You yeah, know what I mean? Now yeah, I feel yeah, like an yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe he's... No, he he never at any point during this interview that, that I remember make it seem like this, he had he's spoken directly to, to Punk about anything. Right, right. It's exactly, all through yeah. intermediaries. And he even and says that here, yeah, in yeah, yeah. intermediaries. And, of course, but I, I just think that... Uh, you know, I think it'd be if, if he were to go anywhere, it'd be New Japan. But yeah, of course. Probably. Like you said, yeah. they have a you working relationship you with the Ring of Honor. Without a doubt, Russell for Ring of Honor at some juncture, if yeah. he were to sign with New Japan. But never open weight title. Probably never going to happen. Never open weight title. Yeah. Who's got that now? Goto? Uh, Suzuki. Suzuki has it? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Nice. Very yeah, Punk good. versus Suzuki would be impressive. So, anyways, uh, where do you, what do you guys think about uh, CM Punk? Yeah, and Daniel Bryan. CM Punk coming back when Daniel Bryan's uh, contract expires Ooh. WWE. They both go to New Japan. Ooh. Are you kidding me? That would be something else, man. I know, man. Exactly. They get to keep their pro wrestling tea shop. Whoops. That's what really matters. Yeah, I know. Keeping all that merchandise money. Sarcastic Duck, CM Punk gets murdered in two minutes on UFC. How would he survive a 20-minute uh, match in New Japan? Well, New Japan looks uh, real, but there are still choreographed matches. It's still actually pro wrestling where they're yeah. predetermined. Andre Bryant, what if CM Punk is half the wrestler he was in his prime? Do you all really want to see him again? That's a good question. Because remember when he was trading... Half uh, the wrestler he was in his prime is still better than half the people in WWE. What he was saying uh, when he was starting to train for MMA is that he had to unlearn a lot of the muscle memory he had developed through his years pro wrestling. You Such must unlearn he was so used to protecting his what opponent you have learned. And all that kind of stuff. So what if he has a hard time relearning what he has unlearned? Yeah, I'm sure he's like riding a bike. Could dude. be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's not like he gets in there. He looks like Mongo McMichael all of a sudden. (laughs) Doesn't know how to run ropes. I mean, like Punk, he was always a really good wrestler, but he was never that. He was never the the best athlete. Yeah. So even if he loses a step or has lost a step, I don't think it's going to be a huge detriment to his in-ring skills because his. You know, he he never really relied on athleticism. I have purely. I, I have no idea because I'm not a wrestler. But I would imagine storytelling in the ring. That's probably like riding a bike. Yeah, I would you know what so. I mean. Because yeah, what yeah, what yeah, have yeah, we yeah. heard it referred to as a language? Yes. You know, and it's like yeah, you can you can fall out of fluency with language, but you rarely I, you I would immerse think, yourself in it again. You can yeah, pick it back up pretty exactly, quickly, especially in New Japan. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Zack Saber Jr. versus CM Punk. Yeah, that's Boom, a great idea. Right there. Great idea. No, actually, Liam Wagner, CM Punk is not owned by the WWE. I don't believe. No. Was he? What did he come out as in the CM UFC? Punk? CM Punk. Okay. Yep. There you go then. Yeah. I believe he he play trademarked his name while he was working on the independent scene, and then just licensed it for WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I would ex- or suspect. Tim Smith says, "I think Punk is just too old to hang." Am I the only one? Look at Suzuki. He's like eighty thousand years old. Yeah. And he's Boom. still awesome. And he's still amazing. Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, Patrick Farrell, would CM Punk be half as entertaining in Ring of Honor? After his UFC run, his style was admired in WWE. Now that he's in UFC, would, uh, should he go to Ring of Honor and change his style to incorporate a more MMA approach? That's a good question. Do you think he would change his – or would he want people – I know. Go ahead. Say it. Well, I mean, if he loses a couple more fights, then no. Obviously, he want to get as far away from MMA style as possible. Well, there's that. Also, have we really seen any MMA style from no. CM Punk? No. 
<laughs> he's going to change his style to awkward wayward punches and then laying on his his stomach pr- trying to protect his head. <laughs> That's what we've seen from him so far. <laughs> That's, the, that's the extent of his offense. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jack Dolan says the pop of the pop if cult of personality plays would be would be godly. I know that's you know it's still my ringtone. I know. I'm such a nerd. And it's my ringtone too. I think. I think. Um, he could still use that. Like if he show up in New Japan. Oh yeah. The cult of personality. Well, yeah. The WWE isn't on that. That was no. I know. CFO. No, I know. But I'm just saying. I, I just. I doubt based on the terms of the licensing deal, like. WB is the exclusive holder of well, rights for CM Punk to come out to that song, is what I'm trying to say. Didn't he? he use, I think he used that in UFC also. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, you know what? That was so much fun watching him come out in UFC. It was so much fun, you know? I was, he, seemed, he seemed so happy. He really did. And I was really hopeful that he'd at least have a good showing, a strong he, showing. He was even super happy to get his ass whooped. Yeah. You know? Well, he seemed bummed out. But yet, happy for the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, the end of a long journey for Because at his post-fight press conference, he cried. I know. He but, he was, but he also cried because I think he was talking about uh, A.J. Lee and how supportive she was. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he, he really... <laughs> Ed Cabo says, back. CM Punk comes back as part of the Miz-Tourage. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Um, another huge pay-per-view returning. Is, wow. it the, is it the wrestling classic, Larson? Oh, we can only hope. Is it In Your House returning? Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> what is Taboo it? Tuesday, what maybe. What the hell is Taboo Tuesday even? Well, uh, Taboo Tuesday was a couple of pay-per-views that happened in 2004, 2005, where the fans could vote on map stipulations. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. And it became point. Cyber Sunday and it ran for a couple more years, and then they ended it. It, um, no, I think it began. It began as oh, Taboo right. Tuesday. Oh, okay. It began as Taboo Tuesday. And then there was three Cyber Sundays. So the last one was in 2008. Yeah. Well, apparently, according to PW Insider, WWE has once again applied for the trademark for Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. Um, the last Taboo Tuesday was in 2005. There's only mm-hmm. been two of them. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it's got people speculating about whether this pay-per-view would return or perhaps what I think. I'll just have a special episode of SmackDown, mm-hmm. call it Taboo Tuesday, yeah. let the fans vote for stipulations for matches. Mm-hmm. That's more likely. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to try to do a pay-per-view on Tuesday, especially when SmackDown is getting two and a half million viewers. Man, they'll just make it like, oh, you know what they should do? What? They should make that the uh, TakeOver 205 Live, like the 205 Live pay-per-view. Taboo Tuesday, they shouldn't do that. They should um, do yeah, I mean, you know, with, with the WWE, and this is sort of tangentially related to another story that we had on the docket, but instead you went with this, but we can talk about it as well. Um, the idea that the WWE will be a Facebook exclusive. Well, not quite that. <laughs> yeah, it was CBS Chicago yeah. had an article over the weekend about, they were talking about uh, uh, WWE's next TV contract. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're necessarily speculating that this TV contract was their last, but they were making the case that eventually at some point WWE could rely uh, strictly and totally on their own streaming platform to to distribute all their content mm-hmm. and not have to rely on TV revenue at all. Yeah, um, We've always been told that TV revenue makes up uh, such a, a large amount of their revenue. $160 million. Annually, yeah. yeah. And what they make, about $700-something million dollars a year, something like that. Yeah, I think something like that. In, yeah. in gross revenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they have so many revenue streams. Because this past quarter, I think, it was two hundred. Okay. I want to, so that's around right. Yeah, yeah, I think last year was 780-ish million. Um, and so right now they have, what, 1.5 million subscribers? Mm-hmm. Roughly. That's at $10 a month. 
That's fifteen million dollars a month. Mm, yeah. That is times twelve. So it's maybe close to what they make from TV. But that doesn't include that's gross. That's not profit. Whereas TV right, exactly, is largely, yeah. you know, there's no overhead associated with signing a TV deal. Right. Exactly. Whereas their network money doesn't take into account bandwidth for for hosting, mm-hmm. uh, production. I mean, production, production all, all that kind of stuff. Series, so yeah, who knows exactly. uh, net what they're making from the network? Right. Even so if they're making money off it yet. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, 160 million. That's like a huge chunk of what they make. So, um, uh, I forgot why we were talking about that now. Just, yeah, I think you're going to circle back to Taboo Tuesday. Oh yeah. So, um, I was my point was. Well, WWE, so they, they mentioned this in their, like, uh, what, conference call or quarter call, whatever. Yeah, the quarterly, quarterly uh, financials. Call, yeah. yeah. Um, that, you know, that idea that social media is sort of where TV might be headed in the future is why they're so enmeshed in social media. That's why they tout their, yeah. you know, Twitter account, their Facebook, all, all that kind of crap, and their YouTube, which, you know, is off the hook these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just a matter of, uh, you know, community outreach. It's while well, this this could be a big part of our business plan um, going forward. And of course, one big thing about social media, obviously, is the you know community aspect of it. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And so uh, something like this is not entirely surprising. The only the only the only question is, and I forget. Do you remember if any of the the voting for Taboo Tuesday was rigged or not? Um, someone in chat just said it was, but who knows? <laughs> okay, it yeah. might just seem like it was. Yeah, I don't know if it was or not. I think they did certain things, like they didn't necessarily, if I remember correctly, uh, they didn't necessarily rig it, but they made. It's kind of like when we do our going in reviews, when we put up our poll on Patreon for people to vote on. It's like, well, what, what, the one that I really want, I'm gonna post that one and then put it next to two that nobody will ever want to see. Yeah. But then one of those two that nobody ever wants to see will usually win. So it doesn't really work for us. But I think they kind of did that. It's like, you know, who do you want Stone Cold to face? Or, you know, who do you want uh, Jericho to face this week? You know, Jobber McJobs a lot, uh, Beef Supreme, or, uh, you know, uh, The Rock. Yeah. (laughs) Of course The Rock is going to (laughs) win. Exactly. Unless you're a fan of WCW, which is live. Its return is live today at 3 p.m. Pacific time over on twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Huge episode. I'm I'm just going to, I'll drop this teaser. Massive new signing. New? Yeah. Massive new signing. All that Earl Smothers money is in. Interesting. First big signing in the Uh Bacon era. Okay. Who can it be now? We already signed Lenny Omega and Bo Cotta. They got nothing on this new acquisition. But anyways, you guys can find out who that is in about two and a half hours. Interesting. So, yeah, what do you guys think about Taboo Tuesday? Does anybody really care about this? Would you guys watch WWE programming on Facebook? I generally avoid Facebook. You yes, know why? I'm here. Because it's a cesspool. The other day, I was on Facebook. Because, you know, I like to try to keep up with people that I know. Yeah. That's like the only reason to get on Facebook anymore. Yeah, I know. And so I'm on there, and then I see somebody, one of my friends from like back in, when I lived in Arkansas, of all places, posted a story about some uh, pet shop in New York that was, like, caught, like, slapping their dogs around and stuff. And there was, like, hidden video footage of it. And, you know, I'm just going through my normal Facebook, and I see a dog getting... So I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Why would anybody post that video? Yeah, I don't want to see that. That should be, like, one of those that you have to click on to watch it. I don't want to watch that stuff. Stupid Facebook. Anyways. Um, Dylan Beck has a good question. Did you guys see Titus O'Neil's new shirt? Yeah. Yes, we did see that new shirt. 
Um, insert yeah. Insert generic username here. Um, going back to the Taboo Tuesday uh, trademark application. Uh, he says, could just be for the video game so they can make new arenas with the Cena Nuff Special Edition. I'm sure Cena had a few matches on Taboo Tuesday and Cyber Sunday. Oh, yeah, it could be. Distinct possibility. Oh, yeah, look at that. Wow. Taboo Tuesday, November 2005. Listen to this lineup. John Cena versus Kurt Angle versus HBK in a triple threat match for the oh, WWE wow. Championship. That was, a, that was when Cena was super over. The next year, we had King Booker. Versus John Cena versus ECW World Champion World in a Champion of Champions triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship. We had a Batista versus Undertaker match with Stone Cold as the guest ref, and then uh, Jericho versus Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship. With wait, with Stone Cold as special guest was Stone Cold just always a special guest for so. Cyber Sunday? Guess so. What? That was his gimmick at the time. All right, now let's keep this down the line. Vince told me who's gonna win. Jericho, you're going over, you dumb son of a bitch. And everybody gets stunners after the match, regardless. <laughs> Y'all gonna take? Oh no, Patrick Sparks wants to talk about the Enzo Amore stripper story. That's like the most non-news story I've ever heard in my life. A stripper gets on Twitter, talks about her. Fairly non-consequential encounter with Enzo Amore in a strip club. Apparently, he was inebriated or high on something, and he was throwing around a lot of $1 bills, and he was talking like he was the cock of the walk. Where's the news? There's non-news. no news there. <laughs> Great. I just did non-news here on, on a Monday. Uh, Alan Daniel uh, Valadez, are you watching the G1 Climax? I need a lot. Of, I, there's a lot of matches I need to catch up on. I've watched um, part of the first one, and I'm way behind. I haven't really seen anything else. Yeah. You watch Omega versus Yano. I did. Apparently, I, Omega Elgin's supposed to be really oh good. Oh, my God. I heard that's amazing. I um, have not seen it yet. Apparently, Okada versus Robinson is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. Okada Elgin's supposed to be very good. Yeah. I actually, I started to watch, uh, I started to watch Omega Elgin, that whole pay-per-view but I just got through a couple of comedy matches and, and I yeah. go to bed. When I'm going to and coming back from vacation, I'm going to try to catch up on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Jamie Harrison, Why are people back on Raw tonight. On Snapchat. Snapchat just confirmed. Thoughts? Hold on. I'm on Snapchat now. I'm going to get a breaking news story as we record Whoa. the show. Hold on. Holy crap. What? That might have actually been her. Really? Wow. Huge news, ladies and gentlemen. Confirmed right here through the power of chat. <laughs> Paige is coming back. Hey, while we're at it, let's load up a raw preview. Okay. Well, apparently Paige is going to be on the show. Holy crap. Wow. Look at that. What do you guys think of Paige's big return tonight? Oh, that's going to make for a hell of a thumbnail. Yep. Nice. So confirmed. WWE. Confirmed, of course, for Raw is the big main event. Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Yep. Triple threat leading up to SummerSlam. Yep. Getting hype. Hype. Hype for SummerSlam. I can't wait. Uh, Jason Jordan is going to be on Miz TV. So apparently that's going to begin their feud for what is rumored to be an Intercontinental title match Ooh. at SummerSlam. Yeah. Seems a little soon for Jason Jordan to be going for a title belt, but 
He's a talented guy. As you like to say, wait and see. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to see what's going to be happening with the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's going to be the four-way match, which we hope it is. But, uh, you know, all the rumors are saying is Ambrose versus Rollins versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, Ambrose and Rollins versus Cesaro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a drag. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, it could look. It's, it's, it could be fun. I mean, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And then uh, probably some more. This is all according to WWE.com. This is what they have. <laughs> um, then Hardy Boys and Good Brothers meet Team Red's top guys. All right. So it sounds like Hardy Boys and Club and Revival or something. Yeah. And then what is that Battle of Wyatt? Let's play. Let's play. <laughs> oh, man. They're in a program, man. Uh, but huge news. Paige is coming back. Paige is coming back. So explain. I didn't see that that thing. What what was? It's on uh, this app called Snapchat. No, I know that, but I, I, like, what was the content of the actual thing? That's what I was asking. Um, Charlie Caruso was saying she was just saying, "Hey, I'm live from Pittsburgh here. Or, yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, we're here." And then she stops because Paige walks behind her and she starts looking at the crew, saying, "What? What are you guys looking at?" That's interesting. You know, like. That's weird. Isn't that crazy? It's like a new. It, she looked like a zombie. Like a I know. It looks. It, it, look, it looked like a, a, a scene from a horror movie. Like uh. a ghost walks behind her. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Like I know. the lighting and everything. <laughs> That's one. It's like it's like aesthetically they shot it like like a like a, a scary movie. They should have just like shot her backwards. Yeah. <laughs> going walking back. Yeah, like Charlie yeah. Crusoe's talking, but yeah, the page is walking forward, but backwards. The <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That was weird. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, Karen, I don't use Snapchat. I'm so behind on social media. Yeah. I'm like you. I don't like Facebook. Yeah, I don't like Facebook. I'm on Twitter a little bit. Yeah. No, you're, I like your, your Twitter activity has been great lately. Yeah, anyway. That's probably it for our show, right? Now we can have a page in the thumbnail. Oh, man, i got to change the thumbnail now. So now we get we get the, the, our, 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 our top view draws. We get Brock, we get Punk, we get Paige. Oh, heck yeah, that's the ultimate trifecta. Wow. Right yeah. New uh, threesome there. There you go. So, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, like we said, if you like this, uh, check us out on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We do one of these uh, four days a week. Yep. Or three days a week exclusive to patrons. Yep. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. I have to learn. I have to figure out how to cut the stream now without me getting up. Not going to happen. <laughs> nope. <laughs>